Hi, I'm Aaron McIsaac with Future Plan, and welcome to my podcast. This is another episode where we highlight team members, partners, and influential contributors in the retirement plan industry. This week, I'm joined by Rachel Michelson. Welcome, Rachel. How are you? Hi, Aaron. I am great. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Yeah, I'm excited to have you as a guest because we've worked together closely over the years at Goldleaf Partners. And um, for the listeners that don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you work and, and what you do? Sure, absolutely. Um, so I have been with Goldleaf Partners now for several years as a regional sales director. Um, just a little background about me. I started in the financial services industry actually a little over 20 years ago, if you can believe that. And um, I was on the advising side for many, many years um, and then moved over to the third party administration side and the sales side probably about eight or nine years ago. I joined Goldleaf a couple of years ago as a regional sales director. And then, of course, recently we've joined the Future Plan Network um, just this past November. So uh, my role is as a, uh, as I said, it's a regional sales director, but I really like to consider myself a plan design consultant because I think that's one of our most important um, responsibilities. So I have um, a pretty broad territory with Goldleaf and now Future Plan. I span from Colorado all the way up through uh, Wyoming, the Dakotas, and Montana. So a pretty large area of the country. And um, you know, we work primarily with financial advisors and potential um, plan sponsors to consult with them on the type of plan that they might need, what the appropriate fit is, and then if they should decide to move forward with a qualified plan, we work with them on on setting the plan up and and doing the plan design with them to make sure that that plan is going to achieve what they want to achieve. Awesome. You've got quite the background. So, you know, well-rounded background. So you're Um, definitely providing some value to advisors and sponsors as you're out there in the field and you're putting on, I was going to say airline miles, but probably in the Midwest, you're putting on some (laughs) some road miles. That's true. Even Colorado alone is is some pretty uh, wide open spaces sometimes. Definitely, definitely. You had mentioned Goldleaf Partners joining the Future Plan Network back in November. How's that that going so far? Yeah, Um, you know, it's really going well. And I feel like it's it's opened up a lot of opportunities and efficiencies and and things that we can provide our partners that I really wasn't even aware of. I mean, certainly I wasn't aware that they would be available to us, but I wasn't even aware that we were missing them. Um, So so for me, it's been really good. Um, As you know, I have also, I have sort of a unique role because I've also joined some other parts of the Future Plan family, still with mm-hmm. Goldleaf, of course, but also working uh, with, uh, with the Pensif team, um, as well as with some of our joint partners on the defined benefit side, the cash balance side. And, you know, at first I was a little bit nervous about it because it's a shift in thinking going from, from Goldleaf to part of this Future Plan network. But what I have found in my conversations throughout this first part of the year is that it's really about the value that we can provide 
and the, the network that we can bring. And so, whereas at first I was a little bit nervous about presenting maybe some different options, it's actually worked out really well because, you know, at Goldleaf, we always had the ability to say, you know, we not only have TPA, but we also have a really strong payroll company um, mm-hmm. at 316 and all of those added, you know, sort of ancillary services that integrate so well with the 401k. And now we can take it even one step further where we have, you know, the capability to do daily evaluation plans and, you know, cash balance expertise and taking over traditional defined benefit, you know, even a prevailing wage plans. So what I have found mm-hmm. is it's just strengthened our message and really brought some power to the, the value that we can provide and, and the wide variety of services that we can now, you know, with extreme confidence help really anybody with. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's great to hear because I've found the same exact thing at the leadership level. There are a, a lot of you know members in this future plan network, but there's so many good people you know from coast to coast, and um, you know the relationships that that we've been able to to build and form with those those additional firms has provided a nice complement to everything you've done historically there at Goldleaf. So. Um, yeah. I'm going to steal this analogy from Richard, Richard Tatum in the Southeast, but um, it's kind of like the Avengers. You know, we've got all these firms with their own unique superpowers. And so um, you never know who might be lurking around the corner. <laughs> I'm going to steal that as well because it's really, it's really true. It was a great analogy. Exactly. I can't I can't take credit for that one, but we'll, we'll borrow that one from our friends down in the South. <laughs> um Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in the industry right now. It seems like, you know, just yesterday we were talking about the SECURE Act and then the the CARES Act obviously has been a hot topic here the last few months, uh, Paycheck Protection Program. What are you, what are you seeing, you know, on the, on the ground level in your, your territory right now? Yeah, it's, that's a really interesting question. You know, it, it's been a very interesting year, obviously, for everybody, for the country, for just everybody alive at this time. But I, I feel like for us in particular, it's, been, it, it's really amazing to look back on January where we had, you know, our first introduction really to Future Plan. And that was the message. And then the SECURE Act came out. And then, of course, everything changed dramatically just a month later, really changing the conversation. So, you know, I feel like, you know, like everybody else, for a good part of this uh, March-April timeframe, of course, we were all really actively trying to get out the CARES Act message provisions. We were really trying to do our very best to be a resource for that. And I think that uh, Goldleaf Future Plan has done a really good job in taking a very measured and detailed look to understand all of the provisions and then be able to provide guidance to our advisor partners, to record keepers, to our plan sponsors on how they can implement the CARES Act provisions, what it all means, how we can help the the plan sponsors from a plan design perspective. You know, I'm really proud of the way that, you know, first of all, future plans has provided all of these resources and you can see that even in the banner on the bottom of our email with a link to all of the various resources that we provided with the um, you know presentations that we put together um, you know some put together by yourself just about the different provisions mm-hmm. and different that are 
um, offered, those have been really helpful. But then also, you know, we all took a step back as did everybody in the industry to really try and band together and help our plan sponsors through this crazy time and with, you know, trying to present, prevent, present them options on what to do about freezing their, you know, cash balance plan or, or maybe possibly removing the safe harbor option and just trying to be really proactive about helping our partners and our plan sponsors through the trials that we've all been through. But what's interesting now, I feel like, you know, I don't want to say things are getting back to quote normal because I know they're not, but I feel like the dialogue in the marketplace has shifted a little bit um, in that we're not, I, I don't sense that we're in as much of a crisis mode as we were. You know, the CARES Act is out, people are, are regulating a little bit, um, things are starting to open up ever so slowly. And I feel like, you know, here, one of the things that I've been noticing is that we're we're starting to talk again more about the SECURE Act, you know, reminding people that, that that happened in the beginning of the year with all of the changes, I mean, that were pretty powerful in the SECURE, Secure Act, um, you know, adding safe harbor mid-year, not having to... Um, just the, the variety of things that happened. So, um, you know, I feel like we're talking about that more, especially with the tax credits and things that really made starting plans much more attractive. So I find that my conversations have um, really shifted back to, okay, let's pick up where we left off maybe in February. Let's talk about maybe thinking about starting some new plans. And, and really everybody I feel like is putting their toe in the water to um, you know, kind of try to get things back to normal, realizing that saving for retirement, getting their business up and running is, is all really tied to what we do and how we help people. Um, and so, you know, I feel like where everything was, was put on hold, now people are starting to re-engage. Have you oh, noticed that? Good, yeah. yeah, in your area as well? Yeah, you know, a, a, lot, of, a lot of our teammates, you know, are really you know kind of in the, the heart of the country right between the mountain ranges and you know there are definitely some areas that were you know impacted a little bit maybe sooner than others you know especially as you get closer to the coast um mm -hmm. so i feel like we're a little bit insulated here in the the midwest for the most part but you know some of the states I, here in the midwest too also went to those quick lockdowns i think colorado was one of them um mm -hmm. so you know a, as things start to open up more um, you know, here going forward economically, I think we're in, in for, um, you know, a, probably a favorable quarter three, quarter four in, in, in 2021. So um, it, it's good to kind of see, you know, activity starting to pick up again and, and you know, get everybody, you know, energized and enthused and, and keep that hope alive. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, let's, um, let's maybe switch gears a little bit and, and, you know, both you and I have been you know, spending some extra time at home here the last 90 days. What, um, what's been keeping you entertained in your household? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I that the primary beneficiary of everything that's gone on, I think this is true really across the board, is my dog. Um, she has really benefited from everybody being at home. She gets lots of walks and runs every day. Um, you know, I think as a family, we have sort of turned our focus 
inward as you know everybody has which has been really nice so instead of traveling and being on the road and and focusing outward we've we've been doing a lot of home projects we're putting in a, a garden in the backyard which has been really fun mm-hmm. and excited to see how that grows over the summer um, I would say at the beginning of everything, we did a lot of baking. I, I've heard that message across the country. I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure why everybody turned to that. Um, we had to put a put an end to that because there was a little too much baking going on here. So <laughs> since that point, I've yep. been running to try and counteract the, all the baking. But, um, you know, really just, I would say working around the house and as the garden running, you know, all the, the sort of daily things that we've been fortunate to still be able to do. Colorado was, was locked down, but we were always able to go outside and exercise and, and be outdoors. So I feel very fortunate about that and just kind of trying to enjoy not having to travel and, and just being able to at least enjoy some things around the house. And luckily, this whole thing corresponded with, um, you know, a warmer turn in the weather. So we've been able to spend some time outside. Oh, good point. Good point. It was a good time of year for the <laughs> for it to happen. If there is a good time of year, it was you have coordinated to nicely with spring and summer. Spring is a good time. <laughs> right, never a good time, but if it's gonna happen, happen in the summer. So, no, that sounds like fun. You know, around the house, I think that's kind of the sentiment. You know, across our team here within Future Plan, and I can relate. I've got a six-year-old and. You know, with all the activities that they typically do in school, now when they're at home, you know, baking becomes one of those, you know, activities that's easy to participate in and they they tend to enjoy it. So we're, we're right there with you. So maybe kind of switching back, you know, to, um, you know, what's going on, um, you know, work-wise, you know, what are, what are some of the things or trends that, that you've seen it in your market? You know, we all tend to you know, put our consultant hat on and problem solve and fix things. And, you know, what are what are some of the things you're running into lately? Sure. Um, you know, that's a great question. I, I feel like it, none of these are new, but I feel like a, maybe a stronger spotlight has been shown on a couple of things that we talk about all the time. And it's because, you know, people are re-engaging in the discussion about partners and, and 401ks, um, pricing, everybody, of course, is, you know, probably even more so now um, focused on cost of things and efficiencies. So, you know, what I, what I find myself talking about quite a bit uh, are two things. The first is the bundled versus unbundled conversation. Um, I have that quite a bit. You know, it's frequently related, I would say, to the payroll companies, um, you know, which we're uniquely suited to talk about because we also have payroll. Um, And so I spent a lot of time really trying to discuss not only the pros and cons, but but sort of debunk some of the myths of of bundled versus unbundled, um, especially for the smaller plan where I think the common, I would say, misconception is that it's always, you know, cheaper, easier, more efficient to go bundled when you're a smaller plan. And, and really, in my experience, it's quite the opposite. I mean, if you're a very, very, very large plan with a ton of assets, then, then maybe the bundled platform 
might be a good option for you. But in my experience, you know, having the personalized attention in terms of service and plan design and compliance and checks and balances, having a TPA um, is really critically important for the smaller plans. The cost, I have not seen a significant cost differential. And just in terms of efficiencies, if you if you go bundled, you know, the, the extra work required of the advisor's office to manage the whole process without a TPA partner. So I, I would definitely say that's been a, a really important topic lately. And then the other topic that I find uh, that I, I speak about quite a bit these days, more and more, in fact, is um, whether or not to add 316. Um, and I, I think that has come up for a couple of different reasons or, or more frequently than at least it has in my past. And part of it is that I, I, I think with everything that's happened recently, I think more and more companies are realizing, you know, the need to be able to focus their attention on their business, growing their business, what they're good at, what they want to focus on, and you know, maintaining their 401k and the compliance aspect may not be something that they're really equipped to do efficiently. So adding a good 316 partner is really helpful. I, it's actually come up more, I think, than it has in my whole career in the past couple of months. And then also it's come up quite a bit because um, you more and more companies in my experience are offering sort of a 316 light so you know mm -hmm. there's no real definition of what 316 has to include there's no requirements and so you know i spend a lot of time helping potential you know plan sponsors review what they're being offered and you know my whole point to everybody is just understand what you're getting understand what you're paying for and you know my experience with some other 316 platforms is that it's 316 really in name only and it doesn't really do what they're sort of marketed as so i think the gold leaf 316 is a very powerful story it's a very you know it, it's just a good juxtaposition about what a full and comprehensive 316 can do for a plan sponsor so when you when you talk about all of those things in conjunction you know the bundle then the efficiency and the pricing the 316 sort of light versus comprehensive you know it really i think shines a, a light on what gold leaf in particular can do and how we can help our, our plan sponsors and our advisors really have a plan that works well that's efficient cost effective but but that also is compliant and that they can escape in mm -hmm. no i i agree wholeheartedly that was you know when i was running around in the field like you are that was you know one of my favorite things to talk about was the 316 service from gold leaf because it was such mm -hmm. a a differentiator for us you know, and we we're also at the same time providing mean, meaningful value um, to financial advisors and their their clients. And mm -hmm. you know, it, it it never failed in a competitive situation. Either a, another 316 or a bundled provider would say, "Oh, we do all that." And you're you're spot on that you have to, you know, really kind of peel back the layers and look at the contract to see what you're actually getting at the end of the day. And, yep. um, you know, that, that, that is key. And I know our, you know, marketing team here at Future Plan and Goldleaf have, you know, put together some real nice pieces to, to aid, you know, advisors and sponsors as a, they're making those decisions. So, you know, that's another piece that, you know, our marketing team has brought to the table to help people, you know, kind of navigate that 316 space and figure out, you know, what, what the actual true service offering is at the end of the day. So. 
I would agree with you wholeheartedly. That's been a, that's been a great one. Absolutely. Oh, so we've taken up quite a bit of time today. I appreciate you you spending some time with us and letting people into your world and getting to know you. Is there is there anything else you'd like to share? My pleasure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, you know, I really appreciate your taking the time. And as always, I uh, appreciate your your guidance and, and working with you. And it's really been a wonderful experience over the last couple of years. Um, you know, and I think my parting message would be, you know, I don't think I have anything specific to add other than, you know, it's always a good time to engage in the conversation about how we can help, how we can help you help clients and, um, you know, how we can start re-engaging to, you know, open business back up and, and get things moving. And it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, we have to focus on opening this plan or that plan, but, you know, we're really here to help be a consultant and brainstorm ideas. And that can be anything from talking about existing plans to potential planning ideas to CARES Act provisions that, you know, need some clarification. So, you know, I would just say we're here as a resource and um, we, you know, we, we look forward to continuing uh, helping people save for retirement. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you again for taking time to join me and all that you do for Gold Leaf Partners and Future Plan. And uh, thanks to all of our listeners for spending some time with us too. Um, Everybody stay safe and be well.